Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome to the AI Hustle podcast, the podcast where we break down the latest in AI news, tools, and interview experts helping you hustle and do more using AI. If you've been following the podcast for a while, you'll know that over the last six months, I've been working on a stealth AI startup. Of the hundreds of projects I've covered, this is the one that I believe has the greatest potential. So today I'm excited to announce AI Box. AI Box is a no-code AI app building platform paired with the App Store for AI that lets you monetize your AI tools. The platform lets you build apps by linking together AI models like ChatGPT, MidJourney, and Eleven Labs eventually will integrate with software like Gmail, Trello, and Salesforce, so you can use AI to automate every function in your organization. To get notified when we launch and be one of the first to build on the platform, you can join the waitlist at AIbox.ai. The link is in the show notes. We are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at AIbox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. ChatGPT is an incredibly powerful tool. People are using it for virtually everything within white collar work. And that has left a lot of people asking, you know, what jobs is it going to replace? Is it going to, you know, cause harm in that specific sector? So much so that The Atlantic recently wrote an article titled How ChatGPT Will Destabilize White Collar Work. So today on the podcast, we are going to dive into this topic. We're going to be asking the question, will generative AI um, be an exception uh, to some of this technological advancement that has taken jobs? What are the implications? What areas are at high risk? And what people can do um, to get over these risks, what people can do to mitigate that. So without further ado, we are going to dive into the podcast. And the first thing I wanted to highlight on the podcast was um, kind of the stance that, and I guess the feeling that a lot of people have, specifically um, the, the, uh, you know, the author who was writing about this particular um, thing in the Atlantic. It's Annie Lowry. And she said, this is, I guess, her little description of her article, her, her couple sentence summary. She said, in the next five years, it is likely that AI will begin to reduce employment for college-educated workers. As the technology continues to advance, it will be able to perform tasks that were previously thought to require a high level of education and skill. This could lead to a displacement of workers in certain industries as companies look to cut costs by automating processes. While it's difficult to predict the exact extent of this trend, it is clear that AI will have a significant impact on the job market for college-educated workers. It will be important for individuals to stay up to date on the latest developments in AI and to continue considering how their skills and expertise can be leveraged in a world where machines are increasingly able to perform many tasks. Okay, so it's a sentiment that honestly is not something necessarily even new to AI. Um, this has been something that has been going on for decades and actually centuries if you're looking at you know, groups of people like the Luddites who, you know, back in 1780 or whatever, um, when textile machines were being invented that could automate the process of creating clothes, um, they would go and, uh, you know, break into factories and smash textile machines because, you know, it was taking their jobs and they were worried about that. And so 
that this whole concept isn't anything new. I just want to give my hot take and two cents on this, and then we'll dive into um, some of the areas that ChatGPT, you know, is really good at. So uh, areas that it potentially could threaten, and and also we'll talk about um, those as well, and why personally I'm not too worried about this. Um, my first thought on this whole thing is that you know throughout history, from the printing press to the internet to computers, there's always been technological innovation and disruption. And while yes, you know, it does technically take people's jobs overall by automating tasks, especially menial or small tasks, um, we're able to raise the global standard of living. I'm sure there was people that complained when dishwashers were mended because it was taking, you know, low skill jobs from kitchens that now uh, humans weren't having to wash every dish. As someone who has actually had the job of being a dishwasher in a cafeteria when I was in college, I was thrilled that there was machines that could help me do this process. Um, and I'm sure that it was a, a really big pain um, even further in the past when everything had to be done by hand. So honestly, in my opinion, if machines can do some of the grunt labor or um, smaller tasks, uh, mindless tasks, I honestly think that that's a, a good thing. And I know everyone doesn't agree with that and there's a lot of different opinions, but in my opinion, automating a lot of those type of tasks leaves room for people to use their brains um, and uh, to to further the human race and uh, it, it raises the overall global standard of living by automating tasks. We automated farming um, and we use big machines to do it and now food is very cheap and um, and I don't think it's something that I'm, you know, worried that people lost their jobs because they don't have to plow fields by hand. I'm like thrilled that a tractor can do it because now my food can be cheap. Uh, we need less labor specifically to do that. And they can focus on doing other things, building bridges, building roads, building infrastructure, computer programs, and other technological advancements that will push humankind forward. So that's my spiel and my two cents. Um, I know it is hard because in the short run, like technological advancements and disruption do take away some jobs, obviously. But um, yeah, but I think overall the global impact um, that it has and the ability it has to automate tasks I think increases the global standard of living and that it makes up for it. So that's my opinion, but uh, I'd be happy to hear what your opinion is. If you want to hit me up on Twitter at Jaden underscore Schaefer, I'll leave a link uh, in the comments and I'll, I'll drop a little, uh, I'll drop a Twitter thread on this topic and feel free to chime in with your opinion if you have uh, some thoughts or have anything that I missed. But in any case, I also wanted to talk about a couple specific areas um, that we should be looking at for ChatGPT. So one of those areas that ChatGPT could potentially, you know, destabilize white collar work is in content creation. So content creation is a really critical aspect of most businesses. Um, and that's marketing, advertising, journalism, entertainment, all that kind of stuff. And traditionally, content creation has been, you know, the domain of human writers who've used their expertise or creativity or judgment to produce, you know, this compelling and informative content that, you know, really resonates with a target audience. However, um, with the emergence of all of this AI and, uh, you know, ChatGPT being able to generate content, this really has challenged this paradigm. So ChatGPT can generate articles, product descriptions, social media posts, um, on pretty much any given topic or keyword. And it's very good at being, you know, specific. Um, I've even seen people that use it to uh, write the captions for their Instagram posts, and they literally tell ChatGPT to write a story about, uh, you know, the topic of their Instagram post, and it comes up with this whole elaborate story. Um, and it really, you know, replaces a, a person doing something like that. So 
Um, it's really interesting, and uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of areas like that. Now, the one thing I will say about this and everything in general, number one, I think with the proliferation of so much of this AI content in the future, I think it's going to actually put a very high value on human-generated content. Um, I think personally, when I listen to a podcast or watch a YouTube video, even now, you know, before ChatGPT was such a big hot thing, like let's take YouTube, for example, if I clicked on a video and it was the top 10, you know, best laptops of 2023 and I need a new laptop and I'm listening to it. And if it has an AI voice and it sounds like a robot, honestly, I'm just going to click away and, and go find someone that's an actual person reviewing it. Um, and so I think that there is always going to be a, like a pretty big appetite for like authentic, raw, real conversations with humans. So that's the first thing. Um, and the second thing is, as far as writing the scripts for that video, you could still have a human read it, but the script could be generated by AI. And I think that, um, I don't necessarily think that that's going to take away jobs or, you know, like negatively impact white collar. I think what's going to happen is every single white collar worker is now going to be 10 times as productive. So it's not that you need to lay off all your staff. It's just now that your staff is all going to be 10 times as productive. They're able to create 10 times as many documents, 10 times as many uh, articles, 10 times as many pieces of content, and your company overall should theoretically increase in revenue and sales and productivity thanks to that. So um, that that's my opinion on, on how that's going to go. I don't see any AI that you could just say, do the marketing for my company, and this thing just like spins up the plans, creates the content, posts it, does everything. Like you really do need humans to um, to run all of this stuff. And so I think this is just like another productivity tool that augments productivity the same way Excel did it for, um, the way, same way that Excel did it for accountants and Word does it for copywriters instead of, you know, having to use a typewriter. Um, I think that this is just going to make people more productive and companies more profitable. And I really think that this democratizes a lot of knowledge um, and it really helps small companies be able to have all the resources they need to run all the different departments and all the different things uh, and all the content they need to generate. So I really do see this as being a really positive impact uh, on businesses, small businesses, underrepresented businesses, all that kind of stuff. So one other area that ChatGPT, you know, could potentially destabilize white collar work is research. Research is obviously really critical for a lot of companies. Um, a lot of professions, academia, market research, consulting, and AI is going to be very good at doing the research, but also analyzing the data and also get, and then giving like a really good succinct report on it. So that will be a big area, but just like the, uh, you know, just like content creation, I think that analysts and researchers can now feed their data um, and their hypotheses into this, uh, these tools and get better results, more results faster. And so I don't see this as really um, being a threat. I just see this as being a productivity tool again. Um, I see this in addition, um, I guess one other area that's pretty significant is just when we're looking at the overall ability um, for ChatGPT to do things like customer service, um, helping like being like a chatbot responding to people's questions about specific domains, specific uh, businesses, product lines, all that kind of stuff. I think again, this augments that for people, makes people more productive. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community.
Thanks for tuning in to the AI Hustle podcast. If you could do us a massive favor, we would really, really appreciate it if you could leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. This helps people find the podcast. It helps people know this is a good place to go. And we would really, really appreciate it as it helps us continue to bring on incredible guests and share incredible content for you to listen to.